Hi, I'm Ryan Myers. Join my Lacevedo and Dimas Portillo, and welcome back to the top four. The top four is brought to you by DHSPress.com. Check out DHSPress.com all school year to find all the news Titans need to know. Boys, we have a lot to talk about this week on the top four, and I want to start in a competition that has uh, been up and down in terms of controversy, but not up and down in terms of excitement. The African Cup of Nations. How are you guys feeling about the tournament so far? Hey, man, the knockout stages have been have been something else. They have been extremely, More than half the games have had red cards. One of them games having multiple red cards. Two penalty shootouts. Late yeah. winners. Big games. Um, it's just... Yeah, the round of 16 was something else. I mean, yeah, you I, see all the games. You're looking, you look through the games uh, from the round of 16. You just see red card here from Gabon. Red card from Nigeria. Red card from Cameroon. Double red cards in uh, Guinea and Gambia's match. I feel like the, the crazy... <laughs> it's all over the place. That's not even the craziest part of this whole round of 16. The craziest part is a right back of Camaro's goes into goal against Cameroon and has a performance against the the hosting nation. That is true. You know, it's yeah, also you know it's also a crazy um a crazy one though is is the right back from Morocco, Hakimi, Hakimi with hitting two all these free kicks. Back to back free oh. kicks. Absolutely <laughs> class. He was asked about it in a press in a press conference if um. He just take free kicks for PSG, and he said, "I'll talk to uh, Neymar and Messi about it." So he definitely, he definitely won't be on free kicks anytime well, soon. He won't be on free kicks. kicks. Let's be honest, soon. Messi's not scoring too much for PSG anyway. So I think we should we should see. Uh, hey, hey, what's that Messi slander? Come on now. Most chances well, anyway, created, w- most posted. I, I brought I brought this up because I wanted to ask um, if you guys who you guys think is gonna win now that we're down to the quarterfinals and uh, what, who surprised you so far in the African Cup of Nations? But first, who do you think is gonna go all the way? I feel like the surprise in the black horse for most journalists have been Equatorial Guinea. Uh-huh. Dude, like, even Gambia, bro. Gambia as well. Yeah. I mean, Equatorial Guinea, have, they've been having a tournament and a big win against Mali in penalties. They have. They had a good group stage as well, surprisingly. I didn't think they were going to make it out of their group initially, but um, they did well against Sierra Leone and Algeria absolutely bottled. So uh, they had a, they did have had a great tournament so far. There's been some big teams I was, I was going out too. Mani did come out injured out of the last game, right? So yeah. So now, so now that Senegal is um, uh, what's it called? Not without Mane. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. We, I want to talk about that injury as well because I feel like it has gotten a lot of press, and it's something that's pretty controversial because it was a nasty head injury. If you haven't seen it, it was a through ball, and Mane went oh, up no. for a header against the goalkeeper, and they clashed heads, and Mane like he was unconscious for a second. And then got up and continued to play for the next 15 minutes. He actually scored a goal, he scored a and goal then he had to come time. off after that. He couldn't continue, and then he went to the hospital under for concussion protocols, that kind of stuff. But that's one of those injuries where like he shouldn't know. have been able to play in the first place. After that, to be honest, and I don't know how he got back up and played. Like it looked. And I, I'm, I'm not even that. I'm, because you know when you ask a player, they're always gonna be like, "Yeah, I'm fine. I can play on." But he should not have been given the opportunity yeah. to continue to play. He should have been a- immediately subbed, regardless. And I know I'm, a, I'm not a Liverpool fan, but if I was, I would be so upset that um, one of my one of our, the best boys at the club got injured, and then the, cu- the 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 tournament just allowed him to play on anyway, knowing how serious a head injury like that can be and how bad he looked after he got hit. Yeah, no, it looked really bad. But talking about Liverpool players, Egypt was going to Mohamed penalty against Salah. Ivory Coast of Mohamed Salah scoring the game-winning penalty. Can we talk about the Eric Bailly penalty real quick? Because that was that was horrific. Uh, he went for in a in a in a, an international tournament, he went for a no-look penalty in a shootout, and then he missed, and they lost. That, that's, it's not a good look. 
That's an awful look. You, it's already bad enough he's not playing that much. He plays on and off for United, and he's been good for the United this season, but that's just silly. I mean, it's like, do yeah, you even was, care? That was very poor from Eric Barley. Well, do you have any thoughts I, on that? You saw I the penalty, no the no look. I didn't I didn't see the penalty, I'm not going to lie, but, man, just hearing from it and listen, looking at Dimitri's it, it, it's, reaction. It's bad. He. He basically did it. He did like a no look where he looked and he tilted his head to the right when he shot it. So he tried to no look it, and the keeper saved it, and they lost on pens five four to thing Egypt. Is, is that, look, if you're up maybe like three nil, four nil, or like three one, you know, up for a decent amount, sure, try it. But not like, even, not even. But, Don't be cocky. But like, but like, to be honest. In, in a penalty shootout where it's like a must win game, that, that's nation. crazy. That's what is crazy. For your, your nation, nation too. It's like a it's like a Yerry Mina moment from the uh, Copa America. No, but you know what? I don't I don't think Yerry Mina was being like. It's just because no, nah, Yerry Mina wasn't during the pen. He was fine, but then after like the dance and stuff. Yeah, like, yeah. No, nah, I just it, it's just so it's just right. silly, and then to lose like that is like, what if you're like if you're the coach, what do you say to the players after that? If you're a player, what do you say to Eric Bailly after that? If you're Bailly, what do you, what say, do you to say to your teammates team after that? Like. That's just, it's actually embarrassing to miss a pen like that. I don't know. I I would be so frustrated if I was um, if I was a fan, and uh, and that was my team that I was rooting for in Ivory Coast because that, that's that's a poor way to go out. It's a very poor way to go out. But yeah, we'll see how the uh, next uh, round of games goes. The game's coming up. We're recording this on a Friday. The game's coming up uh, tomorrow. Are Gambia, Cameroon, and uh, Tanzania versus Burkina Faso. And then we got a couple big ones on Sunday as well. So we'll see how they advance. We'll hopefully talk about some African Cup Nation stuff before the final uh, in, in February. Moving on, back to the Premier League. The top four race is heating up. We're back. Heating up. We well, see not too much for me. I'm, uh, I'm not too worried about that top four Okay, race. well, anyway, we uh, see four teams within two points between fourth and seventh. Man United, West Ham, Arsenal, and Tottenham. And Chelsea have not escaped it either. They are... Um, they're nine points clear of United at the moment, but United do have two games in hand. It's going to be interesting to see how this uh, plays out the rest of the season. Uh, it's going to be very interesting. And, yeah, United come from – we're looking like we're starting to go to run a form. Yeah, the Villa game was very, very poor, seeing Coutinho come back and score an assist. But, I mean, I feel like it couldn't we were the better team against West Ham. I feel like we deserve that win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and Rashford scored a late Rashford winner. I think, I, think it was, I think it was somewhat deserved. You know, West Ham tried to play on the counter, but they didn't have the uh, the players available to really run past the United defense, so they didn't really get much going from that. Yeah, the passion yeah. behind that goal to win that game, though. Uh, uh, late, I love late, late in the game, too. And like, that was Marcel's farewell for the season, man. That's what he gave us. We'll talk about that in a little bit. But, yeah, yeah I mean, I think that was – United, they've had an easy – I think they've had, like, the, not the easiest run of form, but it hasn't been difficult since Wagner came in. Definitely good to get some games under his belt against some easier opponents. Um, but then stuff will start heating up hope in a few weeks for United as they try to get back. into the Champions League stuff. You know, you see late February, you got Atletico Madrid in the Champions League, then Watford, and then City, then Tottenham, and then to the Champions League again, and then Liverpool and Leicester. Yeah, so run. it'll be interesting to see how uh, the rest of the season plays out for United. But as at the moment, they're in fourth. They have a couple games in hand on some teams. And uh, they're not looking too bad, so I'm, not, I'm pretty impressed with how they're playing so far. After after all that United slander, I do got, I got a little bit of respect out of that form that we've been picking up recently. Do you think there? So there's there's still a couple of challenges left though. You see, Arsenal have a game in hand on United, and they're only two points back. Tottenham have two games in hand on United, Arsenal and they're only two points back. Arsenal have been in poor form. 
Arsenal have been we in have, poor form. We could talk about that. They Arsenal. have been in poor form. Um, yeah. the, but do you think Tottenham has a chance as well? Because, you know, they, they, they haven't done well against big teams, but they take Tottenham, care of business. Tottenham has – they have a, a – I want to say like, amazing squad. They have a decent, good mm-hmm. squad, a great coach. But they've just been inconsistent. They can't finish games. Like, really? True. Against Chelsea? I'm not going to lie. They, they were unexistent. They didn't have much chance. I mean, they you had the Kane chance where he got they they little chances when Kane fouled Thiago Silva, which is also a big, like, controversial call. But I, I thought it was a clear foul. Yeah, yeah. as well. That's just. A, I think a lot of people say experience. I like to tip my hat to Thiago Silva as well because that's that's just experience. Yeah, that point, if you get hit, go you gotta well. sell it. So yeah. But also, I just feel like I feel like Tottenham are in kind of a place now where they they're not really gonna get results against big clubs. So they're going to only get their points from, like, beating up on the smaller teams, I feel like. They don't really do too well against the good teams. That's the fourth straight time Chelsea's beat them this season, and it's only January. They don't play again the rest of the season, but that's just um, – yeah, I mean, we'll see how they play out the rest of the season, but they're definitely, they're definitely a good shot as well as Arsenal, who have an okay chance. They haven't been in good form, but we'll see how they play out for the rest of the year. I'm super excited. No, I'm, I'm super excited. This top four, it's going to be, like, the same as last year. Yeah, Where City so. runs away with it, and then everyone else is fighting for those. You know, I don't think spots. Liverpool but is out will, of the clear, though. I will, I will say, I did I did say earlier that, like, yeah, I'm not too worried about the top fours, but Liverpool still isn't too far behind. Uh, it's about, what, nine points? So nine points with the game in hand, game so in assuming hand, yeah. they win the next one, it'll be six, which it's not close, but it's definitely not a mile and a half behind. Chelsea, hopefully Chelsea just keep winning games against, like, this no-man's lane kind of spot where we're not in – Chelsea aren't in, involved with the top four race, but they're also not really in the title race. So they can just kind of – we can focus on the UCL well, or whatever. Well, well, we're not with some other trophies. The Premier League, ever, who you cares? You can't rule out, like, a poor run of form or, like, uh, or, like a couple just, draws. It's hard with Pep, man. Yes, Pep, Pep When's the last time you, you Pep, saw Pep going to bad run of form? I mean – Pep Guardiola, yeah, it's a great coach, but you also got you also got to think about it. I, Chelsea, Chelsea, be doing really well, and then they hit a bad run of form. But, but that's because injuries. I just them. think, I just think, City have they have too much depth. They have man. so City's much depth, depth all over the pitch. It's a different level. Their like, second you, team could compete in the Prem. This, this is what I say that is like that's incredible. True. That is true. The second, the second team not only compete. Second team, I think they finished in in Europe in the Premier League. I'm not gonna lie to you. Bro, but City I, th- is I, I, I think the thing is, is that the, out of the, like all the rotations, sometimes it's even difficult to like say who's yeah, you, who's bro, it's Pep ball, bro, playing fantasy Premier League that's with that, Manchester that's City the players. Crazy thing is that about, about City though is that you have a guy like Kevin De Bruyne, who is like the best player at the team on the team. I think we we can all agree on that. Mm-hmm. And then we yeah. have like Ruben Diaz, who's kind of separating himself a little bit, but not too much as like a top player at the club. But then you have like. I can name off five, six guys that are like in a tier that are just almost like Not even, no bro, difference. Like ten. <laughs> but I mean, like if you think about, it, you got like, like Sterling's had a great season Sterling, so far. Bernardo, Mares, uh, Bernardo Silva, Foden, Gundogan, Rodri. Put, I would put Cancelo in the Cancelo, Ruben Diaz. I put it in the Ruben Diaz uh, tier. Cancelo, Kyle Walker, Laporte, John Stones, Edward, like Mares as, Ma- well. <laughs> as well. Even Jesus has had a pretty Jesus solid season well. this year. Like. <laughs> The amount of just talent and the ability to just plug in anybody anywhere and they just go and play well. Like, the system is so, like, I think to go on a bad run of form would for somehow, some way, people crack the code of pet system. And I don't see that happening because they nobody has the talent to compete with that. A decade, so I don't and no see one's it cracked it now. before. So I think I'm not going to rule out a bad run of form, but I think a bad run of form, quote unquote, for City is like 
a draw, a draw, and then a loss in like two games, and that's it. Yeah, that but draw that, against that, Southampton like was that's, that's then the win the next four and on the if, bounce. Assuming, assuming like yes, Liverpool win this game in hand, and then we see a draw from City, and then a loss, for example, and then Liverpool go on to win the next two out, like you know. That's that's where you'll see. Like then they'll be equal on points. Or I, I just I just don't know if Liverpool because I think Liverpool to g- win the title this season. There's about 15 games left in the season 16 for Liverpool. Liverpool basically can't drop points the rest of the way. They can't. That is, and that is very true. I don't see City dropping enough points for them to catch up. I don't, and I don't see Liverpool, see Liverpool getting points. their run of form as good at well enough where they're not going to drop points at all. With Salah and Mane as well are out. I mean, how long do you think Mane will be out? I mean, I don't think they're going to be out for that long. Yeah, Hopefully, the Af- AFCON will be done. They'll be back, like, mid-February, right before the Champions League starts up again. But I just don't, like, Jota's had a great season. And Firmino's coming back. I just don't know if they have the depth and the quality to go on a run of form where they don't lose for, like, they win, like, 10 in a row. Because that's what they're going to have to do to have a yeah, chance. they got to win, like, 10 in a row. And I don't know if I see that from them. So it'll be interesting. But I think City are kind of – Kind of just gotta just keep doing what they're doing, and they're gonna wrap it up. Right. And we saw the draw against uh, Southampton, which is actually a pretty good game. But I think it's like a one-time thing in a way. And they Kyle Walker Peters got a goal early, and then City kind of dominated from there, like usual. Yeah. So I mean, they only <laughs> Southampton they got a draw with only with only twenty-five percent possession in that game. So I mean, that's just how. Literally, they just they were there to survive after that goal. <laughs> really. And they, and they did, to be fair. I used to got that. You got to give it to him. You got to give it to Southampton. Yeah. And then I want to look ahead to some of these uh, winter transfers. I want to, Demas, do you have anything where you want to start off with a couple of United players leaving on loan? Uh, no, I'm happy. Winter. So, I mean, Diallo going on loan that's, uh, to Rangers. I really wanted that one because I wanted to get more playing time. He's shown that he's a quality player. So that's much needed. The one that hit most hard to, I feel like, most United fans is Anthony Martial going to Sevilla. Personally, I feel like this is a great move. Because he needs to play. He's a quality player on his day. Mm-hmm. And he needs to play consistently. And he's not going to do that here at United. Under Ragnik, I don't see it. So, going to to Sevilla. Um, I, 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 I want to see how... I think the league you think suits the, you, think, you think Spanish league suits him? Very much so. The the one-twos, the technical ability. Like, Martial, is a, he's a player where... He's he's really good in tight spaces and he's really yeah. good with the ball at his feet. And I think at at Sevilla he's gonna benefit a lot for being able to bounce off guys like uh, oh him and like Papu. Papu Gomez. Papu Gomez is gonna help um, him a lot. I think they have a lot of Okada ball. They have a lot of great ball playing possession players like Kunde at the back um, and a few others. So Jesus I think Jesus Navas. I mean I, I think he's gonna benefit a lot from playing into the system and a team where the movement of the ball is quick and the passing is quick and the movement is fluid. That's his kind of game. And United have not really had that as of the last few seasons. But he's at his best when he's able to, you know, bounce off a striker, uh, you know, one-two with a couple guys, getting good pockets of space and run with the ball. I think it's a great move for him because he yes. needs to – I really hope. I really hope it's he gains back It's a very good move for him, also considering the position that Sevilla are in in the league. Well, yes, Real is very, very much ahead in uh, – oh, they are there first in the league um, for La Liga. But still, I mean – Sevilla have had a not great run of form, too, and they're not that far behind. They're only four points behind. Yeah, only four points behind. Right it's not so out of it's reach. Not, it's definitely not over. Yeah, dude, it's definitely not out of reach. And especially because Sevilla brought in a new winger, Jesus Corona. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. The Catito. He's 
He's it's like a deep, yeah, bro. He's gonna. Like he's, he's yo, gonna, Sevilla getting bullied, you know? They're getting saucy I think, players. I, th- I genuinely think that Sevilla are gonna be, like if they continue this run of form, looking into next season, they're gonna be a very solid team. They still have European ball left as well. They have Europa League, Europa uh, League game. Yeah. Dynamo Zagreb coming up. We already know in a how few they weeks. are in Europa League too. That's their competition. That is, they own that competition. Yeah, so I think it'll be great for Martial. He'll have a lot of game time. I think if it goes well, I think he, they should consider just purchasing him on a on a full on a permanent transfer. Yeah. Because I, I think whoever comes into United is going to want to see Martial for a little bit. But ultimately, like, it's I don't know. I think if Martial, if I'm Martial and I have a good run of form at Sevilla, I might not want to go back to United. I might want to stay at Sevilla, play under a system that I like, and keep continuing to play well in a system that I'm actually going to play in rather than being a fringe player for United but playing behind a ton of players uh, that, are, that are always being brought in. So it'll be interesting, but I'm excited for that one. I think Martial has a, has a lot to prove and a lot to offer. Yeah, and also, Definitely. I mean – he has a lot to so offer. I think Sevilla, one of the big things that they're missing in their team is, is that true goal threat. Uh, they, they have a couple goal scorers on their team, but I wouldn't say that necessarily there's like a, like a, like a real person to finish these chances. And I think that's Martial, true. I think Martial, in a league that's good to develop in, I, I, think, I think he'll do just fine at Sevilla. I think, I think he'll fit in perfectly in that team. That's, that's still going to go a really solid team. Yeah, no, nah, and they're definitely going to challenge for the, challenge for the title. Hopefully they go far in the Europa League like usual. Other transfers going on in the Premier League. Luis Diaz is close to signing uh, with Liverpool on a fee around 50 uh, or 40 million euros. He's cold. He's a very great player. He's, He's done really, really well at Porto. Player. I'm excited for I'm this really, one. I got really, I'm really impressed by what I saw from him over the summer and seeing him in the Champions League as well. Uh-huh. Very, D- very, does very this mean Imane? Yeah. Um, man. No, I feel like it all depends on how the Salah negotiations go. Cause, I would we see the end of that Liverpool front three? I think so. I think it's coming. To, I think it's coming close. I think it's coming. They're getting close. older. They all want money. Liverpool doesn't know if they want to pay everybody. Liverpool isn't a team that spends big. Mm-mm. They're not a team that like goes crazy, and they're really smart about their purchases. So I don't know. I mean, this season, he's been absolutely incredible. He's played 28 matches in all competitions, and the winger has scored 16 goals and provided six assists as well. He scored 14 goals in the league. He's been absolutely all over the place. So, I mean, it'll be a great chance for him to bring in. Luis Diaz has proven himself in a lot of competitions as well, playing in the Champions League, playing pretty well. Yeah, you see, the thing is that with a, with a player of the quality like Salah, like, why would you not want to pay him you know, the money he's asking for? Yeah, I feel like Liverpool... Like like if they would don't be actually dumb like if they didn't yeah pay Salah if, they, that if money. they don't actually like especially to the Salah. level Salah's got them this season like how much he has provided this year especially yeah they, especially after this year I feel like he's proved his worth I mean Salah has brought his. so much to Liverpool since the day he arrived he wants to stay like he does want to he, he wants he to be there he easily wants to stay but I could understand why he wouldn't if they don't want to give him the money that he's asking for he which deserves he it someone's gonna, someone's gonna pay him and he deserves the money so I think he definitely needs it like this this season he's top top five top three. Just starting from this 2022-2023 tw- um, season. Yeah. Another uh, player that Spurs have failed to sign if you, uh, Another this, one. this window. <laughs> uh, Dama Traore, he uh, just signed to Barcelona. We also know. talk about the La Liga too much, but I want to mention it since Spurs had a – that's 0 for 2 in this window. Of Spurs just – I don't know, man. Spurs are getting so close, and I feel like they just hold back. Or something. They, like, take a, that extra step. I feel bad because Conte, he's obviously been vocal about how he needs players, and he doesn't have the, t- the players he needs to, to go far in competitions. But 
Um, they haven't been able to have put pen to papers yet so far this season. They're close to lose to uh, one of two midfielders, possibly both. Uh, what's it called? Ndombele and Deli Ali uh, to. I heard uh, to on. If Bruno Guimaraes does actually leave Leon, uh, which would be crazy. Yeah, Lo Celso is also linked to Leon after that Bruno Guimaraes. Um, possible transfer to Newcastle. Yeah. So I think I think it's kind of not silly, but you're selling three creative midfielders, and Spurs desperately need a creative midfielder. And I and I know that you, you, you Deli Ali might not be the guy in the. I feel like Deli Ali's time. I feel like he has. I don't know. I, see, uh, I feel like the word's been like tossed around with him a lot. He has so much potential. I think he needs a, just a new scenery, a new place where he. Can yeah, ma- I think a new league as well. Yeah, I, don't I think, think he got in the Premier League. Yeah, he got too comfortable. He I feel. He needs to go somewhere Dele else. Ali. Oh, for yeah. sure. Adele Ali, he needs, he needs to go. Callum Chambers and Coutinho, we'll talk about them last. Both making their deals with uh, Aston Villa, Coutinho only alone. As well Callum as Ch- Lucas Digne as well. And Lucas Digne as well, yeah. But that, so Aston Villa making moves. They've not had the best start to the season, but new manager. A lot of moves over the last few months with uh, the summer and winter transfer windows. Where do you see the, the Villa level? Where do you see their peak at? Where do you think they can get to? I Maybe not this season, but not this season. But I feel like they could definitely hit Europa League. I think I think European ball needs to be the the target. That's a goal next season with Steven Gerrard with a full year. I they like have a could. team. They have a ton of talent. Emil Buendia, uh, Leon Bailey, Luca Digne now, Coutinho for a little bit. Ben Danny Ings, Ollie, Ollie Watkins. Watkins. They have Douglas Luiz, Digne, and Kufel on the outside of. I mean, they have so many. Ramsey, Ramsey. If you take a look at this lineup right now, which I am right now. That that's a good team on paper, like and and Steven, Steven Gerrard is, still, is doing a great job with with uh, Villa um, since he arrived. Obviously, he has lost a couple games, but that I mean they were big games. It, w- it would have been difficult for him to 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 beat those teams, but yeah, I mean he, he got a, he he's, got a big he's getting he's getting pretty decent results with Villa, and I'm excited to see what he would do next season with them. They play a good style of ball as well. Oh, for sure. It, I also find it kind of funny that Lucas in it uh, <laughs> uh, it's a uh, against Everton. Oh yeah, and then the fans were the not fans are pleasant not at all. Happy. Throwing bottles at him, two, being two disrespectful. Another one of their signings from the summer. But yeah. he has not hit the heights yet. But he's super talented. He was really good at Norwich. Hopefully, he uh, grows into the player that everybody knows he can be at Villa because he's a great, talented player. Another so, another club that's about a, I think they're gonna top over a hundred million during this January transfer window is Newcastle. I feel like that possibly. Bruno Gu- I feel like that Bruno Gomez transfer is gonna go through. If it goes through, it and be. Do you they're guys in think a spot where they're just. They, I really hope they stay up because to, to have a takeover and then to not even stay in the league is just so. Do you they'll, think they'll, they'll be the richest up? championship club ever? Bro, it's, it's close. To me, to me, they'll be the richest team ever. <laughs> look, it would just be crazy to me. I know, I know what Trippier said about how he wants to have a new challenge. One, Trippier already played in the Premier League. Two, it's crazy that he's. Currently playing at a, at, a, at a or not currently playing but played at Atletico Madrid a team that was playing Champions League. He wanted he won La Liga last season. He literally I, winning, I think that's partially why La he Liga left though. And winning and playing Champions League ball, and then decides to move to Newcastle, a team in the relegation zone. Now, yes, they are sitting. Uh, I mean, at a, he would have. He's like kind of like the face, of, not the I, face I, of the project, but he's like one of the big pieces of this I, I project. I think that's partially why he left as well. I he think wanted to be part of the big project. He he liked being in Spain, but he didn't. He wasn't, you know. He's he's English. He doesn't fit the Spanish culture a little bit. He like, like, already won La Liga, and then he, obviously the ton of money Newcastle are throwing at him compared to what Atletico are going to give him any day of the week. 
I'm not mad at the transfer, but look, it'll be funny like, to see him play the championship after playing just, it. That, that's just the one thing that I, I just get a little upset about is just the the idea that these lower table Premier League teams can buy big name players from from other league from other top five leagues, top six leagues. So the money at their, at their top clubs just because they have the money to do so. Yeah, um, I mean we see like that's just that's just like the English. I don't want to say it's like the English tax because like here. Uh, I'm not saying that because of Trippier. I'm saying like the English league in a, in general. It's just an English tax that they're gonna get more money. I mean, yeah, the Premier League is the is is the big money maker of all the leagues right now in the world, and uh, they're uh, definitely a lot of teams are definitely throwing that money around. We even see Newcastle buying Chris Wood off of off of Burnley's hands, and then, uh, and then Burnley signing uh, White, Whitehorse from from the Bundesliga. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, a big signing that's been really under the radar. Julian Alvarez to Manchester City. He's gonna. I'm telling you guys play? right yeah, now. Yeah, he's class. I'm telling you right now. He is a great striker. Yeah, he's, he's class. Gonna, he's staying a River Plate on loan for the rest, rest of the, the season, season yeah. but when he comes in, it's cheap as well, see, from what I heard. Isn't that bad? Demas, Demas loves that Argentina ball, oh, so, so I know. Bro, I know he knows. Nah, he's a very, he 19, very nah, talented player. Though. Nineteen goals and seven assists in sixteen games. He's a in, he's in the Argentine league as well. He's he's proven to be talented. He's gonna have a great. Hopefully he plays well and gets a chance. I'm worried that he's not I gonna get too much. I hate that he went to City, man. He's really good. Pep, City, Pep City saw the boy and he said, "Nah, this City is really this, this is our striker." He saw Argentina and he was like, "Was like, yo, that's that's Messi right there." And I think he also wants a striker that he can that he can mold for himself. Yeah, yeah he's like, he can mold that striker. He's still young. I think he can be a great player in the he's Premier League. He's gonna be a good player in the Premier League. He's gonna be like that Aguero, bro. I feel it. Honestly, Hopefully. honestly, bro, he could be that next Argentine striker for Manchester City. Hopefully, hopefully. I mean, we'll see a lot of the fun transfers that have been going on in the, around the world and around the Premier League. But with that, we'd like to end this episode of the Top 4. The Top 4 has been brought to you by DHSPress.com. Check out DHSPress.com all school year long to find all the news Titans need to know. Thank you and goodbye.